Hey guys, welcome to 2717. And uh, we are gonna talk about some cool stuff today. And I've got my brother, Marivaux. Hey, hey, hey. Here we are. <laughs> we're back, 2717. That's right. So uh, Marivaux, what are we talking about today? Talking about physical, mental, and emotional health because it's a really big deal. It's a really big topic. And um, here's, what, here's what we, here's what I know you and I agree on is we, we want you saved. We want you going to heaven. Yeah. That's what we want. That's the ultimate, right? But God wants us to live in his kingdom now, not just in heaven. Yeah. What that means, Wade, for us to be our best, we got to be physically, mentally, and emotionally yeah. strong yeah. and full of God because, um, unfortunately, you and I both know a lot of people that they love Jesus, they're on the way to heaven, but the life they're living right now, train wreck. Physically, they're just really bad shape because they're not taking care of themselves. Yeah. Emotionally, they're they're emotional. Um, they're kind of in bad shape, yeah. and then mentally, they just they're pouring bad stuff into their mind. And so, we don't want that for you. And so, hopefully today we can throw yeah. a little nugget out there too and uh, help people with uh, their physical, mental, emotional. And by the way, this it. is this will be one of we continue. We're going to do a few more of these, but yeah, yeah. So that here, that's where we're at. So what do we want to talk about first? We're going to talk about. So, so my my big question, and we talked about this before we started taping, was how do you how do you actually explain the difference between mental and emotional health, right? Yeah. And and so you you had you had a. I think a really good way of kind of explaining some examples of that. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe if we set that first, sure. then we can get into the actual. Well, I, I think that you know, um, if you think about in the Bible when um, uh, when the prophet um, that anointed David, uh, you guys have to bail me out here. I don't know. Um, when the prophet, we're going to call him the prophet, it'll come to me that when the prophet came to anoint David as the 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 young king, right? Uh huh. When he when he finally identified after after all of uh, David's brothers, he said, "No, this isn't it. Do you have any other?" And he said, "Well, we got Shepherd Boy out in the field. Surely it's not him. We'll go get yeah. him." <laughs> well, what he did, uh, he poured oil over his head, and that was a that was a biblical sign of an anointing of the Holy Spirit, of the anointing of God. And the reason they always start on the head is everything starts with our thoughts. Mm, yeah, right? and so um, and you said this when we were talking about it. So. We have to be very careful to guard what goes into our minds, Wade. And that means, yeah. what are we reading? What are we listening to? Uh, news, um, friend groups. Uh, there, there's an old saying I've heard somebody say, would you rather have, and just think about this practically, what would happen if your worst enemy put sugar in your coffee? Think about that, okay? And think about the sugar in terms of a thought. What would happen if your best friend put strychnine in your coffee? Well, your best friend may accidentally tell you something that's, that's, that's mentally not right. They, they're putting a thought into your mind, well-intended. We always have to put, and you say, we're going to put it before God's truth. Yeah. Um, you hold say court. The, hold court before yeah. God. Uh, but we have to, we, and the way Wade and I believe, we have to hold up what we're putting into our mind and say, does this line up with God's word? Is this is this actual truth? Yeah. Because then that what we what we say is true and not true, what we allow to go into our mind, it one hundred percent begins to affect your emotions. Mm -hmm. Because you know, let's look at the world. 
Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that get really riled up about stuff that I think Wade and I would go, I don't agree with that. Yeah. They're, they're passionate. They're, 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 I mean, just look at what's going on in Israel. Oh yeah. It's horrible. You've got what we believe, um, you know, they're calling Israel occupiers, right? And I don't want to get all this political stuff, but still they're calling Israel occupiers where this is the land that if, that we were just there in December. Yeah. As you keep digging deeper and deeper on the land, on their land that they call Israel, that other people are, they're calling them occupiers. All you find is the history of, of Israel. Yeah. The further you dig down, the more history you find. That's it's true. their land. That's true. They, true. they were given their land back after yeah. the Nazis killed 6 million of them. Yeah. Right. So yeah. anyway, so, so back to, back to our, our, our emotions and, and mental, mental health. Right. right. So you used Israel's and I'll, I'll just, use as an example. So if you watched any videos of what's happened to the men and women and children in Israel, you're, you're, you're having some thoughts, right? You're, you're taking information in mental information in, and then you're having an emotion attached to that, yep. which if you have any kind of a pulse whatsoever, uh, you, you're, you're having an emotion, right? Beheading babies, it's uh, burning women alive. I mean, anyway, it's, yeah, it's, it's disgusting. It's yep. demonic. But so, so, so that's what we're talking about. Mental health, and emotional health because you're going to have an event happen you're going to have a thought attached to that that's your mental so yeah. you're going to you're, you're bringing in this information into your mental and then from that you're going to have an emotion from your heart you're going to you're have these emotions and out of that you're going to have actions mm -hmm. and that becomes your what you're doing right yeah. with your life that becomes possibly your reality right yeah. so we'll talk about physical in a second but but so how do we how do we stay strong mentally? Let's start there. Okay. Because I think, I think Merritt, we have to stay strong mentally where the emotional side is never going to have a chance. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, um, um, let me go here first, Wade. Okay. I've sorry. Got, <laughs> I'm going to jump to first Thess Thessalonians. If I can say that, that's a hard word for me. 523. Let me read this scripture and then let me unpack this a little bit. And I think maybe this will kind of help us also as we launch into it. Okay. It says, may God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through, uh, through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body, here we go, mm -hmm. be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So sanctified. What does sanctified be? He says to sanctify our, our spirit, soul, and body. It means to set apart for God's purpose. Yeah. So mentally, emotionally, and physically, I believe to live a healthy life. Uh, look, here's what we're saying. How do we have a awesome life, not just in heaven someday, yeah. where we'll be beyond anything we can imagine. Anybody that's ever, all these people that have had a moment in heaven, yeah. none of them want to come back here. Mm -mm. And so but how do we live in that kingdom here and now? Well, the first thing is we set aside our mind, our emotions, and our, and our, our physical bodies, and we sanctify them. We set them aside for God's purpose. Number two, our spirit, soul, and body. Spirit is God in us, right? That's mm. what our spirit is. That's right. Our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. It's what we are, right? Right. Before we're even saved. That's right. We're, we have a soul, our mind, will, and emotions. And yeah. then it, as Christians, when we get saved, boom, inner spirit. That's right? it. 100%. Okay. And then the last thing is our body, which is our physical being. If you've ever seen somebody, my, my uncle passed a few years ago. I was in the room when he passed. A moment before... My uncle was right there in the room. The moment he passed, I looked at him and I said, he's gone. Yeah. And if you've not ever experienced it, I know it's a little bit weird to talk about. If, if you ever want evidence that you can tangibly see 
and you've ever, we've all gone to, a I'm going to a funeral tomorrow morning. Yeah. And one of the men I love, John Love, who passed away, who's a spiritual giant, I know I have not seen his body yet. I will look at it and say, that's not John Love. Yeah. To show. We've all experienced it. Yeah. Um, so at the end of this, it says, and keep blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. What's that mean? It means to be clean and exemplary. So God is setting a standard of let's keep our minds clean. Let's keep our emotions clean. And let's try to keep our bodies clean so that we can be exemplary. So Wade, we don't want to live a, you know, well, you know, how's that? Well, it's okay. I want to be awesome. I want to be exemplary. Yeah. I want to be the best of the best, right? Yeah. And so Wade... Our lives matter yeah. to God. They do. They matter. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Go say one thing that I, I had notes on, and this goes exactly what you're saying. I'm not a Christian because I'm strong and have it all together. Mm -hmm. I'm a Christian because I'm weak, and I admit That's I need a Savior. Right? Yeah. I, 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 we're all messed up. So when you come to the conclusion of, I'm weak, mm -hmm. I don't have it all together, I, yeah, sometimes I think I'm great. And then the next moment I'm like, oh crap, I'm not so great. Right. Yep. When you come to that conclusion and understanding I'm weak and I need a savior, th that's whenever he can be made strong. That's right. right? That, that, so, so there's a reason, right? That, that's, that's what you're just kind of talking about. Yeah. Like we matter, our lives matter and we have so much to give and do, but we can't do it when we're jacked up emotionally, jacked up mentally that's right. and our physical bodies are all broken. That's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Wade and I don't talk before this, but we're on the 100% same page. Yeah. Your life matters. You have a God-centered purpose. And so what we're saying to fulfill that God-centered purpose, we need our minds clean and sanctified. We need our, our emotions clean and sanctified. And we need our bodies strong and ready. Because, listen, guys, we're either preparing or, or repairing. Oh, that's good. Right? Yeah, that's right. Let's prepare now. The rain is going to come. The, the battle is going to come. It's coming whether we want it or not. Yeah. You know, again, we're talking about Israel because it, it, it's happening, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all you hear on the radio and on TV. Israel, for some reason, now they're prepared in the big sense. Yeah. But that day, they weren't prepared. No. They weren't standing guard where they normally stand guard. There wasn't the present that, presence that they need. It's a, it's a real live example of us in our life. Yeah. We have to stand guard at the door of our mind. We have to, we have to hold court yeah. over our, our emotions and our hearts and, and what we attach our desires to. And yeah. we have to say, hey, look, this physical body may be decayed. Look, I'm 56. I'm over the hill. I don't know how much longer I've got. Hopefully it's a long time. But, you know, physically, I'm fighting, I'm fighting time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I went mountain biking, I told you, <laughs> yeah. with, a, with a young guy that's freakishly good shape, Josh Woods. Anyway, uh, dude, I, 30 minutes, I'm so out of shape, and my shoulder hurts. I'm in pain right now, yeah. right? I'm 52. I'm, I'm right behind you, yeah. right? But we've got to take care of the temple. We've got to take care of this thing, right? Yeah. So, so let, let's, let's unpack just, so mentally, let, let's talk about that, Mary. Yep. So if you have people in your life, you talked about the friends oh, yeah. and enemies. Man, they can be your friends, but they can be poisoning your mind. Yep. I mean, let's just get real. You can have good friends that, that, that you, you've known possibly for years, but they can be giving you the worst advice in the world. Yep. In the world, right? 
It can go anywhere from how you treat your spouse to cheating on your taxes to, you know, how you run your business, right? right. I, I mean, all kinds of things, even how you eat, right? So just because you lo love somebody or have a relationship with them doesn't mean that they should give you the advice mentally, right? Yep. That, that, that is going to then drive your emotions. So how do you get good advice? Yep. So um, here's a couple of thoughts I've got. One is, you know, I hear this pretty often. They're my friend. I love them. They're in trouble. I'm going to help them. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. How do you help that friend? <clears throat> well, invite them to church. Invite them to your, you know, if you're in a Bible study, invite them to, to there. Um, here's what you don't do. If you're already a little bit rocky and they're in the bar going nutso because that's kind of what where they're at right now and you're worried about them because they're in the bar going nutso yeah and you're already a little bit shaky right you're you're trying but you're kind of not you know the last thing you need to do is go hang out with him at the bar right i mean that's not you're not going to help them there right so it's very careful now i thought about what you're asking Blake, and um jesus christ is our example okay. for us right yeah. mm -hmm. so what was his model he had 12 dudes that he spent his life with, okay? Of those 12, there were three, Peter, James, and John. They went, they, they were his ride or die. He took them to his most sacred places. He, they were with him on the mountaintop. They were with him, I mean, all the, right? Yeah. I think that's a model for us. <clears throat> I think we need to have our, our group. Does it have to be 12? No. Yeah. But have your, have your crew of grounded, like-minded, spiritually strong, perfect. No, yeah. these 12 men were not perfect. You know, there was, there, they had insecurities. They had hangups. I mean, I mean, look sure. at Judas. I mean, Judas was, yeah. was really jacked up, yeah. right? Unfortunately, yeah. but, um, but have those 12, right? And, and these are, these are solid people. These are not the ones I'm talking about. You're chasing in the bar or whatever. These yeah. are solid, solid in our case, men. Yes. Right? But then of those have your three. And those are the three that um, they know you, and they know you really, really well. Yeah, they, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, so, so what that means, I think, what you're, what you're basically saying is, is this: <clears throat> you got to figure out where your morals are at. Yeah. Because you don't know who those people are unless you know your morals. What, what are your, what are your, what are your non-negotiables? Yep. Right. So, if you're married, what are your non-negotiables? If you're not married, what are your non-negotiables? Find like-minded people that line up with that. Uh, for me, it's a lot easier because I'm a Christian, so I just look at God's Word, right? So I'm looking at God's Word, and <clears throat> if it says that you're not supposed to, you know, cuss and get get hammered and do a bunch of drugs and uh, sleep with a bunch of people, right? Those are pretty easy morals to understand. So I'm going to put men in my life that are going to have those same morals and goals. Therefore, we're holding each other accountable, yep. right? So if I'm going through any kind of a tough time, they have the ability to speak in my life because I know they're speaking in the right line with what my morals yep. right, line up with. So first and foremost, if you're watching this and you don't know who you are, you don't know what your morals are, mm -hmm. you gotta figure that out, right? You gotta figure that out. And I'm gonna tell you, you gotta, you gotta go to dad, <laughs> go to his word. What does it say? It's your owner's manual. It'll tell you how to maintain all of this, man. Yeah. 
So you, you, you're kind of dabbling car business. Yeah. So if you buy a, a Chevy, you don't get a uh, Ford owner's manual. That's right. Right? You get a Chevy owner's manual. Right. Why? Because Chevys know how to, right? That's right. Run their, their equipment and everything that, that is going to uh, make that thing just work at its, its best. And so <clears throat> it's no different with us. Where's your owner's manual, right? W what does that look like? Well, God's word tells us. What'll make us happy, what'll make us sad, what'll make us, you know, uh, more powerful, right? Stronger, right? Mentally, emotionally, yeah. physically, oh, yeah. everything we're talking about, right? <clears throat> so when we have our owner's manual set, now we can invite other people into our life that have those same owner's manuals, mm -hmm. and then we're doing life together, right? So mentally, we are getting sharpened, iron sharpened iron, no pun, right? Yep. Anyway, we, we're sharpening each other, right? right? Because yep. we're talking about life together, and, and, and we're, we're we're encouraging one another, right? To go to that next level, to do the next right thing. <clears throat> and then from there, our emotions are being more driven by that. Yep. You talked about our soul and our spirit. Listen, our soul is jacked up. It just is, right? That's our man. That's our man. That's our flesh. Our spirit, when you're saved, comes in and it's like trying to guide that. So the more mentally that we can line up with the Word of God and get good stuff in us, then the stronger that gets and the more it overpowers the soul, the flesh that wants to always be carnal and make bad decisions. I want to eat Twinkies all day long. I mm. want to scroll through social media all day long, right? I, I, want to, I want to just waller in depression and whatever the crap it is, right? right. I, I want to go steal something. I, I want to do a bunch of drugs, right? Our flesh is jacked up, mm -hmm. jacked up. <clears throat> you know, I might say, well, wait, I don't like to do drugs and I do this. Okay. I promise you, you've got some jacked up thoughts. If you get serious and you get silent, and we, we talked about this just last week. If, if you get, if you get real with your emotions mm -hmm. and, and you think about it and you get honest, you're going to know, man, there's some stuff in me. Mm -hmm. I got some stuff in me deep down in me that I really need fixed here. How do I deal with that? Right. Yeah. And this is what we're talking about. Let, let's get mentally strong. Then we can be emotionally strong. So out of the heart, right? The months of the heart, the mouth will speak. So now your, your, your emotions are in line. Your actions are in line. And all of a sudden, your life is changing. All of a sudden, good things are happening to you, right? Yep. So, Mary? Yeah, so, you know, um, as you were saying that, I want to piggyback on something. And then I want to go into something I think is really important. But um, remember last week, we said your greatest examine your greatest rejections in your life. Yeah. The places you've been rejected, you have, most of us have unresolved emotions attached to that. Yeah. And it, it's like, you know, it's like the, the reflex thing when the doctor kick, you know, taps your knee or whatever and, and your leg kicks, you can't help it. When somebody pokes that area of your life, you know, and all of a sudden you act crazy, it's because you are a little bit crazy, right? <laughs> because you have, you have unresolved stuff going on. There, right. So true. And uh, I mean, that was why last week was so hard for me to even do. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, I'm going to talk to all you guys and gals out there that are leaders. You know that you are. Um, you know, you're the one that when everybody gets together, like, okay, what are we doing, right? I mean, you're, you're that. Wade's a leader, right? Um, um, I'm a leader. Yeah. When we get around, we lead. You have an added level of responsibility. Mm. Listen, Jesus led the 12. <clears throat> he led the three. Oh, that's good. Set the standard because your crew is going to look up to you. That's the standard that they're looking for. 
we have an added level of responsibility. What comes out of our mouth on this podcast has an added level of responsibility because we can be affecting lives. Yeah. So if, if you're a leader, and I hope you are, raise your standards. Mm. Become serious about God's Word. Dedicate your life, your emotions, your health, and all that. Not because you have to be perfect or because you know, you're know right, but it's because you care so much about people that you want to set the standard high because you want to impact them in, a, in, a, in the best way possible. Yeah. And again, our lives matter. Yeah. They really, really, really matter. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I was thinking about mentally as you were talking about that and, and how, because I've, I've gone through a lot of different struggles in my life, Merritt. You know, you know about mm-hmm. pretty much all of them. Uh, I was thinking back early on in, in my marriage, uh, my wife and I didn't know how to be married. She had past hurts and pains. Like you were saying that you, you get hit in the leg on your funny bone or whatever, and it kicks. <clears throat> we were triggering each other. We didn't, that wasn't even a word back then, right? It was, it was that long ago. But we triggered each other all the freaking time. We didn't know how to deal with it. Um, but uh, we, we, we uh, where's I going with that? So mentally, I was listening to those thoughts in my head, Merritt. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we've even talked about this, but you're going to have thoughts in your head. And, and you're going to list them. You're going to think they're the truth. So mentally, you got to get that. You got to. You got to. You got to figure that crap out. Well, because you say real quick, quick. Yeah. Take captive. Uh, take captive. every thought captive. Right. And and then you say, hold it up to the court. Then you have of court. God's word. That's right. Yeah. So you're gonna have three thoughts, three voices in your head. Sorry. One, you. The other, Satan, which is the devil, if you didn't know. And the next one is, I believe, Holy Spirit, God, Jesus. Right. Right. So you've got to figure that out. Who's speaking to you in your head? Mm-hmm. Because I'm telling you, I was listening to some wrong voices. Like, I can't do this. It's not going to work out. Da, da, da. I was entertaining those thoughts mentally. And then emotionally, my heart started getting harder and harder and harder. And I started thinking, there's no way. We can't do this. We can't make it happen. Right? And this wasn't even that people were speaking in, in my life. I'm listening in my own freaking turmoil in my own head right so this is where we've got to take that to court dad what's the truth about this son no you can't overcome this i put you and your wife together submit yourself to me i'm going to give you every tool that you need humble yourself love your wife like christ then all of a sudden my emotions my my heart starts opening up my emotions become different i see my wife the way god sees her i'm like what the crap who was that guy yeah right well, that guy was jacked up because I was listening to my thoughts. I was mentally weak, weak as balls, man. I was so weak. But I got strong by drawing on God's word, his strength, what he said about me. Then my emotions changed, and then the actions changed, right? Yeah. Yep. All right. I've talked about that a lot. Let's get into physical. Okay. Let's talk about physical body. Okay. So, uh, man, that's a big one. But it's, it's so intentional. And, and it's, it's, it's just like our faith. If you don't do it on a regular basis, you'll get so out of it, right? Yep. And so, you know, everybody has New Year's resolutions and all these other things. Goals are fantastic, but without habits in place, you're never going to actually reach them. It can't become a lifestyle, mm. right? So God's Word calls it our temple, right? And the temple's got to stay strong. So share some ways that you, and, yep. I, and you do this really well. well. What are some ways that you like to keep the temple strong? Well, I, I, um, um, I think your daily habits are super, super important, Wade. Um, you know, um, I'm a very scheduled and routine person. I know not everybody is scheduled and routine, 
But I will tell you, even if you're not naturally scheduled routine in, in the areas that make a big difference, you need to be scheduled routine, right? Yeah. So uh, I wake up in the morning, uh, seven hours, and I know everybody differs with this. I'm, I'm a seven-hour guy. I've got to get seven hours. If I get less than that, I'm not at my Seven best. hours of sleep. Right. Seven yeah. hours of sleep. Good, good sleep. Yeah. Uh, I even, um, I've, I've got a chill pad I sleep on because I, I've read about those. Those, those help you uh, sleep deeper. Uh, my wife likes to go to sleep with the TV on. I don't. So we try to balance that. I've got a sleep mask now, which blackens everything out. Um, but I mean, I've studied this stuff, right? I've dug into it. Yeah. I wake up in the morning. Uh, I hydrate, um, in my, in my morning routine, I'll drink a half a gallon of water between when I wake up and before I go to work. And that's as, and then I, I get a workout that's involved in all that. Yeah. Uh, my workout differs from day to day. Sometimes it's, it's hit type stuff, high intensity, short burst. Yeah. Sometimes it's more, uh, um, longer, just cardio stuff. It always involves some kinds of weights, but, um, I think exercise is very, very important. Um, I do some breathing techniques yeah. right, that are very, very important. I do meditation. I do biblical meditation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about that a little bit where I can actually go. I, I, I felt like I've seen glimpses of, of heaven. Yeah. When I've gone in my, my biblical meditation, um, you know, God's word, some of this gets into some of the mental stuff, sure, but it's a daily habit. Yeah. And, um, it doesn't matter if I'm, you know, what Pam and I were in Germany, Amsterdam, Prague and, and Paris, um, yeah. not, not that long ago. Yeah. I do it. it. When we were in Israel, yeah. um, Hiking you know, all over the place. Yeah, I, yeah we, were, we were hiking. You were taking the, big runs every morning. Every morning I broke, I woke up and, and ran yeah. and it was such an amazing time. Yeah. Um, and, and here's the cool thing is I know I'm impacting people because then we, uh, a few months later, we went to Napa yeah. and, uh, Kurt went with us yeah. and Kurt was on the Israel trip uh-huh. and here's what he did as we're, as we're literally flying to Napa. He said, Hey man, brought me running shoes. Uh-oh. Can I run with you in the morning? I said, of course you can. I like it. So we're, we're out running, just talking, having a yeah. good time. Yeah. That that's being a good, that's being a good influence. Yeah, right. That's right. But, um, but here, here's the byproduct and then, and then, yeah, yeah. it sets my, I, I can't tell you how much more clear my mind there is. There you go. Yes. My, I, I just, I'm at peace. My emotions are good. Yeah. Um, I am, I am ready to rock mm-hmm. after that. I am yeah. set. And, um, I don't, I, I haven't gone long enough to know if I would be different. Um, it's, yeah. it's to the point I enjoy doing it. I know a lot of people don't enjoy exercise. If you do it long enough and you get in that routine, I promise you, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and the byproduct of it, increase energy, mm-hmm. clarity of thought, your emotions stay in check. Um, it's just, it's yeah. a standard. You said, set, set the standard. What, what are your non-negotiables for yeah. me? Regular routine exercise is a non-negotiable. Yeah. And I think, uh, so, so, so I'm going to, I'm going to backtrack on that because you and I work out completely different. Sure. Uh, Merritt is really, really fit and, um, but we don't work out the same at all. Sure. And, and Talon, if you, if you've seen him on some of our podcasts, the dude, is over 400 the, the dude is yoked yeah. and uh, he, he probably lists, I don't know, probably way heavy. I don't know what his workouts look like, but they're probably different. Um, so it doesn't matter. Right. You're, you're a kickboxer, jujitsu. Yeah. You're. I, you're doing all that stuff. I like to do all that, right? Yeah. Uh, I love to mountain bike. I like to snowboard. I like to motocross. Um, you know, I like to do a lot of extreme things. Um, obviously, my mountain biking, I got to step it up because I almost <laughs> died today. My, my cardio needs some work. 
but but the bottom line is is my workouts are gonna look different than, than merits and and whether you're female or male whatever so I'll, I'll say this though so another another big big reason is this i've got my in-laws my father-in-law's uh i think 80 81 they they travel the world merit they, they travel the world yeah and my mother-in-law is right behind him and but they are so active and because they've they've very been very intentional about staying in shape yep and um i want that yep. i want my wife and i to be traveling the world i mean listen i hope that i'm gonna have the money to travel the world whenever i'm in my 80s right, right. um we're working our butts off right now but man i would really like to be able to take some time off and enjoy it yeah so if we're not taking this serious you're gonna wind up in your 60s where you can't hardly do anything yeah right and then it's like what in the world did you do right so not only is it going to bring you confidence like you just said clarity of mind where you can go out and you can get those deals and you can get in front of the people you need to get in front of and you know do everything you got to do because you're confident physically mm -hmm. mentally but just the quality of life is so much different man i'm 52 years old my son is 24 and i still can snowboard with him now he he beats me down the freaking slope believe me but I can still snowboard with him. Yep. You know, I was mountain biking with a, a young, crazy good athlete this morning. And uh, I spar with guys that are, that are freak athletes. Now I'm not saying I'm as good as them, but I'm still enjoying life. Right. I'm still having a lot of fun, right? And so, and my, my wife and I, so this is a funny story I can say because she's given me permission. Uh -huh. But my wife never worked out. I always wanted her to work out. I was like, bam, bam, why don't you work out? Why don't you work out, right? And so, uh, I don't know, probably 25 years ago, she was swimming out. We were on vacation at a hotel and she's swimming and she grabs her chest. And if you know my wife now, you're like, she was never out of shape. Well, she was, she grabbed her chest and she was like, Oh my God, I'm having a heart attack. I let like, babe, you're not having a heart attack. You're out of shape. That's why you need to work out. Well, and my father-in-law had had a really bad accident, tractor accident on the farm. And he recovered so well from it because he was in such good shape. So she kind of puts all this together. She's like, Okay, I need to start taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. My wife has always been beautiful, but physically she is so strong now. I mean, and she's, you know, same age as me. She looks like she's in her freaking early or late 20s probably, right? So what I'm saying is quality of life. That's right. Quality of life. Quality of life. You and your spouse want to do life together, have adventures together, enjoy the fruit of everything you've worked for. And even if you're single, you want to have a great quality of life. So take care of your body. You will never regret it. Ever, ever. And I'll say this, that um, exercise, physical exercise, can be the catalyst. Look, what you do in one area, one area of your life affects everything. Your, your exercise, your routines, uh, that can be the catalyst yeah. the way that changes everything else. It can lead toward emotional health. It can lead toward drawing yes. closer to God. It, it, it matters. Um, again, we're, you know, I... I, I have people I know that I love that love the Lord that are no doubt on their way to heaven, yeah. but their physical bodies are a wreck and they don't have to live that way. And, and I, I, I just, I, I just wish that they would choose a different way because no matter what it is, if you're walking around the block, if you're just drinking a little bit more water, if you're going swimming, I mean, whatever you can physically do, yeah. just do something and it improves. And it's one of these stacking things when you begin to stack yeah. and you go, okay, you know what? I used to drink a lot of sodas. I've stopped drinking sodas and I'm drinking primarily water. Yeah. That's a win. You stack that win. That's right. 
And then you've kind of got that down and you go, you know what? I eat a ton of sugar and I'm, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to try to not eat as much sugar. Yeah. And then you start putting sugar down and then you go, you know what? I kind of feel like going for a walk. And then the next is. thing you know, you're it walking, it stacks. And then you look up and go, wow, I'm, I'm healthy. You start craving it, man. Yeah. I remember when I first really started trying to eat healthier, I've always been skinny. So, you know, whatever for guys, you don't want to be real skinny. So it's just not good. But anyway, <clears throat> I've always been thin. Right. So I never really cared about what I ate. And my wife's like, no, babe, you got to start eating better. Yeah. So I started eating better. Well, I don't want to go eat junk food. Right. I don't want to drink Cokes. I literally crave water. I crave electrolytes. I crave, you know, uh, uh, chicken and protein and vegetables and things like that now. Right. Right. Sure. I, my body craves that now. I want that. If I don't work out for a couple of days, I honestly will start getting depressed. Yeah. I really will, Matt. My, my mood changes. Everything about it changes. I start getting some back aches, things like that. And then as soon as I get back in the gym and I start doing that, eating good, I'm like, ah, I can, I can take anything on. Right. Yeah. So it, it does. It changes everything. But I want to go back to the mental, the mental thing. I think sometimes people don't work out because they don't, they don't love themselves. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying that's the only reason, but I'm saying you got to see yourself the way dad sees you. He loves you. He adores you. And you deserve to have happiness. You deserve to have health. You deserve to have all these things. So I, I, I think sometimes people battle something inside of them that maybe they don't think they deserve it. You know, or maybe they can't get there. Mm -hmm. Right. But, but it's those little, you don't listen, you don't have to work out five days a week and eat clean every single day. Right. That's not what we're saying. Start with something right. small. What's a win. What's a win for you? Yep. Is it, is it walking for 20 minutes? Well then go walk for 20 minutes, right? Whatever that win looks like for you, go do it. If it's, if it's getting to the gym twice a week then go, that's, that's better than what you were doing if you're going zero. Right. So, set realistic goals and then put the habits in place so you can get there. So physically you start to build a, a strong foundation that becomes just who you are. Right. Wait. So, um, as we're kind of starting to wrap yeah. the, um, the, the, the thing that I believe that we have to have, we've been kind of dancing around this and you said it earlier is, is to, to be mentally, emotionally, and physically healthy. We have to have humility. Yeah. And, and because humility is, look, I'm not where I want to be, right? It's, it's having a humble enough heart to say, I'm not where I, where I want to be, yeah. but I want to become better. Yeah. And humility for some of us, for me, you know, I've been in some form of counseling, professional counseling for 35 years. Now, thank God I don't have to go every week all the time. Yeah. But I have got people that I counsel with. I've got professional people. I have professional coaches. We've talked about that on, on some yes. of my podcasts. That's a sign of humility. Amen. And one of the questions I always ask is, what am I not seeing? Mm. You see me. You know what I'm going through. Mm. What if, because I know I've got blind spots. I know uh, in, in an area of, of physical, you know, you can get started exercising. But if you want it, it like if you're serious, right? Some of you guys want to get serious. And I, I tend to be whatever I do. I kind of go, you know, sometimes over the top. <laughs> but getting a trainer, um, yeah. you know, if you get a trainer, they're going to work you in different ways than you, than you normally would work. There's accountability. And you, and you walk out of the gym going, man, I thought I was in shape and I am, I am hurting. I'm yeah. sore. Right. Yeah. But, but to be our best for us to be our best, we have to have humility yeah. and humility is just submitting to somebody else and saying, Hey, look, I want to be better. Yeah. 
I know emotionally, right? This could be a part of the, the group of 12, the disciples. It could be the, that ride or die three. Yeah. Hey, I know I'm not where I need to be emotionally. I know sometimes I react in a way that, that's not okay. I love you. I know you love me. Man, can you help me? Yeah. I, I don't want to act that way. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to overreact. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be physically the way I am. And, and I need help, right? None of us. We all, I believe, have a, have a sense of awareness to go mentally, emotionally, or physically, I'm just not where I want to be. Yeah. It's taking that next step of humility and saying, hey, yeah. if I would have known how to fix this or become better, I would already be there. I'm going to submit myself. I'm going to humble myself. I'm going to say, hey, I need help. And here's the thing. If you're with the, with the, the group that Jesus was with, the 12 or the 3, you're in a safe group, and they will help you get to where you need to be. And yeah. Wade, you're one of those guys. Helen, you're one of those newer guys in my life. But the people that I'm comfortable, look, I mean, we're bearing our soul. Last week, <laughs> I said stuff on this camera. Oh, I said, we need to talk about that. I didn't, I didn't know that was. I didn't know that about you. I'm like, well, I probably should have mentioned that to you before I got on the camera and blasted it off the world, right? Um, but we're 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 bearing our soul here because we truly do want to help. And, um, you know, I hope you have somebody in your life. If you don't have a three or 12, find a good Bible believing church, um, get into a small group of men or women. Uh, I promise you they're out there. Um, the reason I know is because I showed up at Trinity Fellowship Church yeah. in 1992. I didn't, I didn't know where Genesis was in the Bible, but I quickly found a group of people that I, that were willing to work with a, a really messed up kid like I was. Yeah. And, um, I'm, I'm still a work in progress, but I'm not that kid I was back in 1992. Thank, thank God for that. Yeah. So, Amen. wait, Amen. yeah, I, I love it, Merritt. Uh, I think, I think we, I think we hit all of it, you know, mentally, emotionally, and physically. So I, uh, I just encourage you guys, man, um, dive into it, uh, find some good mentors and develop some good habits so that you, you're listening to the right thoughts you're holding court. You're getting the right information, so emotionally you're making good decisions, and then physically uh, you can live an amazing life. So yeah. uh, that's all I got, man. Yeah. Wherever you are, start there. Okay, that's it. Yeah, wherever you are, start there. We're twenty-seven seventeen. That's right. Iron sharpens iron. There's one man, one woman strengthens another. If you like it, subscribe. Yep. We really, really need it. <laughs> yeah. We want to help more people. Okay. That's it. Love we'll you love guys. You. See you next time.